Alright y'all, so headed to the plantation, man. Uh this week has been crazy, man. I just you know one of the one of the most shocking things has been not so much even Kanye, but the Nick Cannon thing. Uh recently the Simon Weisenthal Center have put out a tweet that had said that, oh yeah, you know, Nick Cannon graciously offered his first check to go to the uh, some kind of Holocaust museum. And when I saw that, I thought of two things. Okay, the first thing was, this was a, a, a signal kind of to the Zionists out there. You could go ahead and research what Zionists is. But I thought I thought that that was a signal to the Zionists that look, we got this we got this negro in check. You know what I'm saying? Um we got Nick Cannon in check. So um, he's in line. He'll never ever do that again. So that was a signal that I, that was the first signal that I saw, and the second signal was, oh, this is a cherry on top. The black the black community will completely disown him now, because you know we completely buck broken this guy. So for that alone, I was just like, nah, I'm not gonna go in on Nick Cannon. You know, like I said, I said whatever I had to say, but I was just like, man, that's that's just. That's jacked up, bro. Because you know, he didn't apologize so much that he had to break his Cannon's class into two parts, right? And I, I, I don't, I don't understand like why he deleted those interviews. But I think that there was something said to him behind the scenes where some people in high, high powers and and high places they threatened him. They threatened him like they threatened to take everything, every penny. Um, that he was worth from him. And that scared the, the bejesus out of this guy. He was like, oh my God. So I, I, I think it's something they scared this guy out of his mind. Uh, what was said behind the scenes, I don't know. But, you know, like I said, I ain't gonna pile on. But I just recognized that and I was like, wow, man. So I, I guess I got to start looking at these conspiracy theories because you know what's crazy? There's a guy named Ben Shapiro. And I think Ben Shapiro went on Joe Rogan, you know, another suspected white supremacist. And Ben Shapiro, who's this, who's, who's allegedly this like white Jew who always spews these um, anti-black views and He's, he's really big on like with the conservatives and the far right. Um, and, you know, this guy says anti-black shit all the time in a, in a so-called, uh, you know, these these the white Jews who are like calling out Nick Cannon for his anti-Semitism have 0, 0.0 uh, things to say about, um, have 0, 0.0 things to say about Ben Shapiro. And Ben Shapiro, he says all kinds of wild shit about anti, um, black people, all kinds of anti-black racism. 
You know, you just do your own research if you don't know who this guy is, but they say nothing about him. And he's a, like, staple when it comes to these, uh, these white conservative circles. So that's why I'm like, uh, I need to start looking into these uh, conspiracy theories. I need to start reading a little bit more up on that. So another thing happened today, uh, something happened in Torrance, Torrance, California, which is crazy is I don't work too far from there. And in Torrance, there was these, I say like around 11 p.m., they they wouldn't release the race of the people who were uh, attacked by these white people. And then there were these white guys who came up they, they hit a car with some kind of garden tool and they screamed, white lives matter, white lives matter, right? And uh, white, only white lives matter. You know, they were screaming all of this stuff and somebody, I guess, caught it on video. So it was starting to go viral. I wake up, I read the article, I'm like, yeah, this is what this area is. Now, this is kind of like the borderline of Torrance, but you got to understand Torrance. Torrance, California has always been, it's, it's, it's in Los Angeles County, but it's been a city that's, that's kind of within itself. It's, it's always been an anti-black town. Yeah, you see black people in the city of Torrance now, but it's always been a city where there's been no blacks allowed. Uh, Cops will pull you over. Cops will ask you, what are you doing here? You know, usually it would be to go to the Galleria or you would go to, like, say, South Bay Galleria or Delamo or uh, whatever city, Torrance, because Torrance is a pretty big city, but... Usually people would go there because they're they're going to the mall, they're going shopping, and that was kind of like the closest thing if you stayed in Hawthorne if you didn't want to go to Fox Hills. So you would go to you would go to South Bay Galleria or Delamo Shopping Center. And you one thing that was always known as a black person is that that the city of Torrance is a sundown town. It's a racist town. They have a lot of racist cops. In the 90s, they used to beat the shit out of black people. Still to this day, you can, like I say, I know the city. I, I'm a trash truck driver. And when I pick up cans, I'm looking at, I'm looking around. I'm very observant. Now, I may not wave or I may not make eye contact. I just pick up my trash and, I, and I'm out. But one thing that I'm I'm very cognizant of are the different symbols that the white supremacists like to put out. For example, there's a symbol where it says, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. It's like a snake. It's a snake. It's a yellow flag. It says, don't tread on me. Right? And this is a this is known around white supremacist circles. It's like, hey, far right, uh, anti-black 
all kinds of all kinds of let's just keep white supremacy uh, <laughs> great again. That's one. Another one is the three percent, um, the three percent symbol, which is ba- it's, it's, it's the same thing that that football player the, for the Patriots had. It's three Roman numerals surrounded by stars. It's three Roman numerals surrounded by uh, stars, and that's a extreme white supremacist group. You will see the NRA. You already know the history of the NRA. You will see stuff like uh, where they try to make it seem like there's there's this excessive patriotism, this excessive love for uh, the United States. So they go over the top with the uh, American flag. They may do stuff like attach the American flag to the bumper. It's like a bumper pole that they have. So they'll attach the American flag to that bumper pole and they'll be driving their little off-road truck to kind of to kind of send a signal out that, hey, this is our country, this is America, this is Trump, we're making America great again. So you'll see little symbols and you'll see little you'll see you'll see little things like, oh, okay. I saw a guy come out of the same guy uh, who had that three percenter thing on his car. He he came out with a shirt one one day after his assigned trash day, and his shirt said "All Rifles Matter." I said, "All oh, this little racist son of a!" I mean, good thing I never waved at this dude or made eye contact. I just pick up the whatever and I just go. But, you know, I, I saw this and I'm like, oh man, this is, this is, this is that entire area. It's not just, trust me, it's not just there. It's that entire area. They know that they have the safety of being around most of their people. So their true colors come out. So when I saw this, I'm like, oh yeah, that area but you got to understand that we live in a global system, right? I, I, I have neighbors who aren't black. They live in a black neighborhood, but they're very anti-black, even though they're so-called LGBTQ. And I, if you want to understand about like how why I feel that my uh, neighbors is a suspected racist, you could go back in my archive if it's still up. And I talk about uh, story time, um, story time about my neighbor, Mrs. <laughs> I forgot what I call her. I said Miss something. And I talk about the incident with my neighbor, but I feel that it's a global problem. It's not just in Torrance. You could probably go to Sydney, Australia, and see anti anti black racism over there. So. It's not just in this one area, but it, this is why it's important. I feel like I, I have I had this little podcast, and I appreciate anybody who's listening, who takes the time to listen. I never said that, but I really appreciate whoever's listening because, um, you know, this right here is like, hey, look, I, I just do it because 
I want I want people to kind of recognize the stuff that's going on. A lot of people don't recognize the stuff that's going on. And they just go on about their day. But it's very important that we teach not only each other, but we kind of like, we put our kids, we put our relatives on game. At least the ones that's open to it. Now, if somebody's just a butter biscuit eating Sambo, then it's nothing you can really do about that. It's no, it's no use to try to educate somebody that's like, uh, what's that guy named King Tone? The guy that was just like, oh, he, he's a super Trump guy or whatever. But people that are that are open and willing to kind of recognize these symptoms of what's happening under the system of white supremacy is like, man, this is a beautiful thing. I'm thankful for every lesson I get. And I'm thankful for whoever subscribed to me. So this is why it's important, you know, that you kind of stay aware of what's going on because these things happen and you're thinking, oh man, Trump is the reason behind all of this. And it's like, no, this has been happening during Obama's presidency. This has been happening before then. I just saw something where Joe Biden had said, Trump is the first racist president. (laughs) And then I say to myself, wow, man. This is like Joe Biden just thinks that black people are the just the dumbest are the dumbest group of people ever he that's like that's literally that's literally what he thinks he thinks that black people are just just subhuman the way that they think like dogs are more intelligent that's that's what joe biden thinks because it's like are you kidding me it like it, by far, we didn't have slave owner. We didn't have presidents that were slave owners. We've had we we have we've had presidents that promoted um, uh, KKK movies and were were involved with the with the uh, the whole sabotage of Haiti. Uh, it's like so much history that. If you're not up on game, you say, yeah, you know what? He's right because white people were a little bit more polite to me when Obama was president and he was president. So you're just a a confused victim. A lot of us are confused. And 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 I blame like laziness. I just blame like if you're a certain age and you just and you just don't know. I blame I blame a lot of things. Just not the you just don't have the Yeah, I'm not talking to anybody that's listening to this, but I'm talking about the people who don't try to who don't try to go beyond the surface. It's just it's a lot of surface level thinking. And people think that, man, I I, I was watching I was seeing something one of my supervisors was watching Roland Martin and they thought that Man, that, that that was just like the wokest thing that you could be doing is watching Roland Martin. This is a 50-something-year-old man, right? And I'm, I'm sitting up here thinking to myself like, wow, you think that Roland Martin is, is some kind of Martin Luther King or, or some kind of modern-day Malcolm X? Are you kidding me? And that's no, that's, that's no shade to Roland Martin because Roland Martin does have some good information at times. 
It's just the fact that you know that he's a democratic plant. He's he's on the left. What? Uh, he's a democratic plant. It's already been paperwork put out there that this guy was trying to help Hillary, um, aid Hillary Clinton, and like kind of threw Donna Brazile under the bus and everything. So it's already evidence that this guy is a a democratic plant, right? This guy is just telling black people that we need to vote vote Biden or or die, right? And, and we already know Biden's track record. But it's a lot of surface level thinking amongst just older black folks and younger black folks who want to kind of get into this Black Lives Matter thing. They don't know, they don't research about what Black Lives Matter organization is about. Um, it's a lot of young black women. They're being confused by what's being put out on the social on social media. Say, for instance, with this uh, Megan Thee Stallion thing. So Megan Thee Stallion, you know, like I already spoke on that, but they'll start to say, you know what? These feminists are right. It's a bunch of black men that's out here shooting our women in a pinky and they're doing what they're just like Tory Lanez. But I just saw a viral video of some black woman who was an ex of this man. He had like a Jeep or he had some kind of car and the woman set the car on fire and it exploded and it went viral and people are laughing at it. But see, if I was a anti-black woman person, I could easily take some something like that and say, oh, see, you know, these black women, blah, 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 da, 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 da. So it's not true because majority of black women, they're not going to be out here setting your car on fire like Angela Bassett on waiting to exhale. It, it just it just doesn't happen like that. Right. But, you know, we let Internet, we let the Internet kind of get to us and we create these narratives. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dude, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dude, you know what? Um we gotta let we gotta we gotta just get out of this thing where we're just thinking at the surface level. We gotta think beyond that. You know, you gotta dig a little bit more than what somebody's telling you. Because it's just too much of that going on. It's just too much of uh we're not we're not digging deeper and we're not seeing what the actual problem is. We just get the surface information and just stick with that. So uh, I got to head in. I got to go to work. But uh, it's been great talking with y'all. And who knows, I might make another one this weekend. But if not, have a nice weekend.